Did, have you uh, think about it, uh, how they live the blind bird? The blind bird? Yeah, how they live. Have you think about it? No. No, right? It's very hard, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was me. My name is Ekwem Sangi. I'm a Tanzanian-American filmmaker, and you're listening to African Cinema Now. The 24th New York African Film Festival centerpiece film was an Ethiopian movie called Awir Amora Kelavi, which was written, produced, and starred first-time filmmaker Zakarias Tibibu Mesfin. Zakarias Tibibu Mesfin was written in Based on a true story, the film chronicles the life of Major Tibebu Mesfin, who worked for the Derg regime in Ethiopia. During this time of ideological struggle and infighting amongst the regime's leadership, Tibebu disappears and his wife is captured, imprisoned, and tortured. Years later, fueled by a deep-seated desire to help his ailing mother, Tibebu's son, Zacharias, leaves the town of Gondor to search for work. The result is an unpredictable adventure, the story of how far one man will go to fulfill his destiny and a tale for the ages about the resilience of the human spirit. Yeah. I was blind. I don't know where I'm going. No family, no education, nobody supporting me. And uh, yeah, just, I was flying. So what kept you motivated moving forward all of this time as a blind bird mm -hmm. that didn't have a family that didn't have education all of these things mm -hmm. what is the thing that kept you going that kept you make that made you hopeful praying mm -hmm. yeah i was keeping praying so uh, god helped me mm -hmm. and he see my heart and then i got what i want Mm -hmm. That's why I name it my film, Awara Murak Alabi. It's very beautiful. Yeah, I was in jail. I was praying every single day. Yeah, you you made me like you. Everything you have two eyes, and you give me two eyes. You have everything what you you have, and then you made it by exactly like you. So don't forget me. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Let me back up a bit. We've all seen the film about the guy who's down and out, who loses everything, and then somehow, some way, gets back on his feet and manages to prevail. And yes, this is that story. But I need you to understand what down and out meant in Zacharias's story. He was stripped of literally everyone and everything that was ever dear to him. When I say he hit rock bottom, I'm not talking about where he's sitting in his living room, in his boxer shorts, drunk and in despair. Uh-uh. In that scenario, at least he has a living room, some boxer shorts, and despair. And while the underdog who prevails story is always popular, there was something about sitting in the presence of this very regular-looking, albeit very handsome and well-dressed, man who had just absolutely no pretenses. Even though his struggle seemed so incredibly epic, his presence gave me hope that one didn't have to be a superhero to overcome the worst that the world can throw at you. He was living, breathing, evidence that regular humans can overcome adversity and come out intact on the other end, 
And you don't have to be a super athlete or a Bible character to do it. Now, did you ever imagine that you would be acting in a film about your life story? Yeah, because uh, when I'm growing up, you know, at the end of the the year, that we have a school and singing and uh, drama and comedy stuff. I used to involve in that things, mm-hmm. and uh, I have uh, I had a very good dream future, but because of my family, they divided, and uh, nobody take her off on me. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah, uh, I couldn't do anything. So after all finish, after everything finished, so I uh, was thinking, and uh, oh, I have to make my story. Yeah. So how long did it take you to write the script, and then raise the money, and find the director, in this whole process? Yeah, for this film, uh, uh, it's a producer produce uh, me and my wife. Uh, I was thinking to make this film, it's uh, eight years, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, to collect the money, and uh, after, uh, when I started, it took me two years, so everything, it's uh, almost ten years. Wow, that's a very long time. <laughs> a very long time, yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask even one dollar for anybody. You, it was all money that you were just saving. A hundred percent is my money, yeah, wow. and my wife's money. What kind of budget did you have? Like, how much did the film cost? No, uh, it cost me like over two hundred thousand. Um, pause. So he saved over two hundred k while cutting hair and working as a janitor to make his film. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and so. What is it that you want to see happen with this film? Do you want to have it on television, or what do you hope will happen here? Now my dream is to uh, take this film to teach uh, African and Eritrean and Ethiopian, you know. It's uh, still people dying on the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's still people dying on the Sahara Desert. So uh, these people, they don't have that much uh, knowledge what's going on on the road, what's going on on the Sahara Desert, mm-hmm. what's going on on the Libya Ocean. Uh, so I like to teach them how it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring it this uh, film in Ethiopia to uh, take everywhere in Ethiopia and as much as I can. Has anybody in your family seen, I mean, other than your wife, of course, has anybody else in your family seen the film? Um, yeah, my, my little brother went to any university. He's excited. He's uh, waiting to see the film. It's uh, in Ethiopia. It's all over in Ethiopia. The, the people, they heard about this film. So they're waiting until they see it. And so do you... Do you still cut hair? Yeah. You still work as a barber? I'm still a barber. That's nice. So I think that it's a given that whenever one sees immigration films, especially when they involve people of color, you know it's going to be tough. So in a way, you already know what to expect going in. Something that I found to be really touching while watching Zacharias' film is that each time he watched it, he would weep openly. And at the end of the screening, he and the audience members would console each other in the lobby. 
It seemed like watching the film was a cathartic experience for him, so I asked him about that. Especially since we start to editing the film, mm. uh, yeah, it's bothering me. Even my wife, she watched it the last time. She didn't want to watch it. Mm -hmm. She's not happy with the, uh, watching the film because she's crying every time. And uh, yeah, I'm living with this anyways. I'm crying every time. Yeah. When so I that's see maybe wife, that's yeah. how you heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You I have to let all of the yeah. After I out. cry, I felt good. Yeah. Yeah. And what about when you were acting in the film? I imagine walking in the desert. Even if you're acting, mm -hmm. you're. It's like you're going back to that time. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like for you? That was very good. That was very good for me. It was hard. Uh, that was. It was hard to. Uh, I went to to see my uh, mother um, grave grave and yes. my uncle grave that was very hard so we didn't even shoot the film uh, more than uh, one week mm. I was sick and then uh, yeah I didn't concentrate and then I can't even acting yeah mm. that was very hard for me yeah especially when I see my mother grave yeah that was very hard for me and how long did you shoot for the whole film? It took us oh, four months. Wow. Yeah, it's day and night, day and night, because yeah. we have to go a different city, nine different mm. cities in Ethiopia. So it took us four months. So after all of this, reliving the, the experience by, by acting in it, Having your family also in the film, uh -huh. going to your mother's grave, going to your uncle's grave, mm -hmm. and now editing the film, watching it, and making decisions at every point when you're editing the film, mm -hmm. and now you're screening the film, and mm -hmm. you're taking it around the world, and you're watching it, yeah. and you're talking to audiences, many of whom are very also touched yeah. and shocked, mm -hmm. and they have questions, and they want to touch you. Yeah. Um, do you feel like this is an experience that is healing for you? Um, is it good for you? Is it helpful? Does it give you hope? Yeah, it gives me hope. A lot of different people, they support me. So that's a pass. Everything's pass. Everybody, we are going to die. Even nobody's staying in the world. Nobody's staying in here. So that's past you are okay now you have a kids you have a family so think future don't think in the back already you did all these things for your kids for your family for even for other people you you teaching a people so um, we proud of you so they give me you know yeah so mm -hmm. I feel good yeah I proud myself too yeah you should be <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself yeah and for your son, because you have actually two sons. Yeah, right? I have two sons, Christian and Yaab. And so, I mean, now I think they're too young to really understand yeah. the story. <laughs> but how do you explain to them, or how do you plan to explain to them, Daddy, how did you come to Canada? <laughs> yeah, I to, when they're growing up, uh, I don't want to explain to them. I just want to show them again and again again and again and then so they have to understand and they have to tell me and uh, yeah 
I'm gonna tell them like after they grow up if they don't understand very well mm -hmm. but before that I'm not gonna explain to them that the film is enough mm -hmm. yeah and so they have to watch it again and again they have to be very strong I want to see them on that big stage mm -hmm. because they have to be strong and the father they came here without English without supporting anybody and uh, he worked as a janitor and a barber collecting money he made this kind of film so they have a big opportunity to do everything what they want so I want to see them on the, the, the big stage it's very inspirational story yeah thank you very much for sharing it with us thank you so much I appreciate it good luck with um, your travels with this film and I look forward to seeing other films that you will create in the future. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Awir Murakalabi is currently on its world tour and recently won an award for Best Emerging Filmmaker at the 2017 African Film Festival in Dallas, Texas. You can find out more about the film by following their Facebook page, Awir Murakalabi. Thank you for tuning into this episode of African Cinema Now. Make sure to send me your comments and your questions. I would love to hear from you. My email address is equa at africancinemanow.com. And while you're there, make sure to sign up for our newsletters and follow us on our social media pages on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss out on any of the episodes on the fantastic filmmakers that we have coming up in the rest of the season. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud or YouTube, Make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, and share with your community. We're building our audience. We want as many people as possible to hear us, to know about us, and to know what's going on in African cinema, both on the continent and in the diaspora. So help us to get the word out. There's some amazing stuff happening here. You will not regret it. We don't want you to miss out not only from the best and the brightest in African and diaspora filmmaking, but also... We're going to give out tips on upcoming films, what's blazing the scene, and where you can find them. So sign in, stay tuned, keep it locked. African cinema is now.